is Joe Biden good for the environment? This is going to be. This is a really simple question for us to answer today. This is the uh, People's Countryside Environmental Debate Podcast. Thanks very much for being with us. I am William Manclo, and I'm a photographer. And I also do a weekly live show on my Facebook page, Shot at an Angle, at 7pm GMT. Talk about creativity and photography and all that sort of jazz. But we're going to be specifically talking about this question. But before I go on to that, I need to introduce the co-host, as ever. It is dum-dum-dum-dum-dum. Stuart the Wildman Mabbit. I'm a full-time environmental campaigner, you could say. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm an activist, but uh, I'm more behind the scenes. And uh, a lot of my work is about getting people out into nature, making it part of daily life. William and I aren't scientists. We have meandering chats like two men sat in a pub talking about the big issues, trying to make sense of the world, just like you. Yeah, that's pretty much what we are. We love to meander. We love to let the conversation just roll and uh, see where it takes us. Uh, often it will go, it might go away from the question and often it might be absolutely on on. on right on the nose right but it's those mm. often those those tangents that we go off of that we get that's where the real mm. interest the real gold is now mm. today we've got a question from somebody who's not in oxford we've got a question from charlotte in jersey now she asked a question before and that was back in august 2020 long time ago as i always say where have you been charlotte yeah where, yeah, where have you been have you been to guernsey this question mm. maybe <laughs> No, I, I know somebody who used to live on Guernsey, and and they said, uh, I said, on a good day, then you 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 can see Jersey. And he said, no, on a good day, you can't. <laughs> anyway, um, we're we're getting out and about, William. Uh, separate to this podcast, we've we've resurrected our guided walks again. Yes, we have. Yeah, so that's. Is it, 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 Stuart loves throwing curveballs at me, right? Mm. Yeah, so we, Stuart and I have done been we've been running col- collaborative walks for a number of years now, uh, based around the sensory engagement to nature, with photographic mm. elements, with plant identification, with bird identification, all mixed mm. in there. Yeah, we've just done one for a stag do, haven't we? Which is a, a, a something quite unique for us. But we've done it, we've done it in so many places and in so, in so many different scenarios. Um, mm. it, it was it was good fun to do. Yeah, after lockdown, it was interesting seeing a minibus pull up with a bunch of young men. We, we They jumped out and they wanted to do a couple of hours out in nature, just some like a bonding, team building silliness in nature. And that's what we did. I've also done some birdsong recognition walks and we're doing some memorial walks for, for people, you know, for their families. And uh, it's all good, it's, it's good to be out. So back to the question, Charlotte from Jersey, is Joe Biden good for the environment? Better than the previous one, previous... Um... Mm better than the previous president. I mean, it's far too early in his presidency to know what, what good he'll do for the environment, I would say. What I did notice in the first 100 days, his agenda went way beyond what Trump had, had done and also went way beyond what Obama achieved. Um, and he was signing huge amounts of new documentation and legislation and he did incorporate a lot of the climate policy into every government agency and investment in new renewables and he's cut subsidies for the fossil fuels he cancelled the uh, keystone pipeline oil pipeline um and he, i also saw it was an old name that came came back into politics he appointed jim carey to to renegotiate the paris accord it's hard to say whether he's good for the environment but he's done a lot of interesting stuff you sure you sure it's jim carey what did i say he said jim carey isn't it john carey Oh, I'm, if I'm mixing people up here, Jim Carrey, yeah, John Carey. 
it's John Kerry, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Sorry, it's a Freudian slip. Isn't isn't Jim Carrey a, a, an actor, stand-up comedian? But that, 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 that's what he's on Wikipedia as. But I wouldn't actually put him there myself. But that's just my opinion. <laughs> it's an interesting one. Um, what what I what I do notice, he might be good for the environment because this what he's doing is putting pressure on other leaders to make a difference. I mean, Scott Morrison in Australia. And he's started to alter his rhetoric a little bit since Trump went. Is that because what Biden's doing? Possibly, yeah. I mean, the US, the US, the one, the big, the big thing, I suppose, is the US is actually backing the prime, the Paris Climate Accord, isn't it? Um, mm. And supposedly it was only about 107 days after they left it, because the, even though the Trump administration had announced um, the departure from it in 2019, it didn't actually become into effect until fourth mm. of no, the fourth of November last year, the day after the election, so mm. they've actually gone straight back into it. So mm. I think that's a, that's maybe if anything, that may might make them good for the environment. The thing the thing is mm. thing is he's a leader of a country that is very pro car. I mean, if you've ever been to the, the US, uh, public transport outside of some of the major cities is not great. Long long distance especially. Uh, because actually a long a lot America is the United States is a very big country and to get from one place to the next even from one big city to another takes a long time and that's the reason why flying is so prevalent there because it's mm. it takes you it takes you an inordinate amount of time to get mm. from from point A to point B uh, so I think re- regardless of whether he's good for the environment I think there needs to be a conscious effort on all our parts to be more positively optimistic yeah. something he did say which did concern me he said the moves he's making is is trying to take action to avoid the worst of the climate crisis and he seems to be moderating his language to keep people on side because to avoid the worst of the crisis you know Mm. that that that, that, that's a big failure actually to avoid the worst we're still in deep shit then are you almost saying that he's not doing enough or do you think that there's we, he, is he able to do enough? Well, is he able to? I mean, we, we, we talk about leaders having vested interests, right? So surely Biden has vested interests. You know, you don't not mm. just anybody becomes the president. You need an yeah. inordinate amount of cash behind you mm. to to become president. So his his vested interests would be those that are funding him and their and, the, mm. and their needs and their wants for for his presidency, right? Mm. No, no, yeah. no, no, no leader is free from that. Mm. be interesting to dig down to see what his interests are but I mean that we need to do more than be net zero we need to actually be in reducing going backwards as well um, because we need to be absorbing the the not just the producing nothing we need to be absorbing what we've already produced because temperatures will it will increase even if we are net zero, because of what's already out there. We've been producing carbon pretty much since the Industrial Revolution. Mm. So that's, you're talking about at least 150 years of, 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 carbon, of more carbon dioxide being released into the atmosphere than normal, right? Yeah. Um, that's, that's, a lot, that's, a lot, that's a lot to get over. <laughs> mm. And the, the thing is, I think we, we shouldn't be paralysed by fear. We should be just be cultivating a culture of optimism because regardless of what we face we need to face it optimistically yeah and also i would say just going back to what the question was asking about you know Mm. the fact that if joe biden good for the environment 
you have to remember, of course, that he's 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 only in power for eight years at the most. You know, mm. uh, you can already see how quickly things have changed from mm. what happened under Trump because you know he's just changed everything. It's like the same thing happened after um, between Trump and uh, Obama. So Obama Trump yeah. did a lot of stuff that took away what Obama what Obama had put into mm. place, and it seems yeah. to be everybody changes quite dra- can can change mm. drastically when they come into power. So another four years' mm. time, we could have another president. <laughs> uh, the thing is, yeah. the thing is the. He says we need to avoid the worst of the crisis. Well, we need to inspire people to take action um, instead of settling for merely surviving or making the future less bad. That That's what I'm hearing coming out of Biden, is let's make the future less bad. <laughs> you know, but people have said he's a transitional... At the beginning, he would have been a transitional president because transitioning somewhere between Trump and whoever comes next. But actually... I think he's trying to be transformational. He is trying. Yeah. But I was just just thinking that, you know, of course the United States are a big influence in the world in so mm. many ways. But they are just that one country. You know, you yeah. have the likes of Russia, China, and then you have the likes of India. And if you come over to Europe, you've got Germany, France, Italy, the United Kingdom... It has to be working together. Again, it's the whole thing of community. There's a community aspect to it that mm. they should be working together a lot more and coming to yeah. the same, some sort of agreement. But that's hard, isn't it? Because everybody mm. has that. Each one of these countries have their own ways of working. Mm. They have their own ways of thinking as well. But I watched one of his speeches in Congress and I applauded him for saying this. But I thought, you know, I'm not sure you'll get this through. He actually said that the one percent. The, the wealthiest in America need to start paying more and their fair share. And the camera panned round and a lot of the people in Congress were sat there in silence, not clapping. And that pointed to me that that 1% are very, very powerful. And I'm not sure Biden on his own is enough to change things. So I, I actually quite like him. He seems like a good, genuine guy. I think he's... Uh, He's, he's, I think he's the oldest president, and I think uh, the mm-hmm. advantage of that is he's done what he wanted to do, and he's just focusing on the right thing more than anybody else. I don't know. Is that my illusion? Well, it's, you know, it's what you're seeing in front of you. I mean, I would say yeah. that to to a, to a certain f- section of the world, not just not just America, when he became president, it was like a breath of fresh air, and it was a almost like. Uh, my my own emotions on the day that he it was announced that he was elected, you know, that it was a sense of relief that actually there would be some coherency coming out of the out of the White House because during Trump, even though there was a there was a there was an entertainment value to what he was and he did put America first and he he did stick to that. You never knew what was going to come out next, and it was so all over the place. I think that the, the downside to that is that you know. You, you could you could fall into complacency, so maybe that's what he's trying to avoid: is to avoid is to avoid falling into any sort of complacency and making a mark, and maybe, maybe trying to be a transformational president. Mm. Whether or not he can achieve that, only time will tell. And I think you're talking about maybe thirty, forty, fifty years in the future. After he's no longer alive, he won't be around. Him. He's, he's he's in his seventies, isn't he? So yeah. he won't be seeing this. Is he's putting? He's trying. I think he's maybe trying to put into place things now 
for when he's when he's no longer around. Mm. He's trying to have that 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 that, that legacy. He's trying maybe trying to leave a legacy. And uh, so our legacy, William, in this podcast is we're trying to make a difference uh, long after us. Uh, uh, after we've our hearts have stopped beating and our material will remain out there. If you're listening to this, I point out once again, it's free to listen, but it's not free to make. We'd appreciate some support over on Patreon, and any funds we raise on Patreon, we we hope to uh, support the creative industries as we expand this podcast. We'll pay other people to 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 help us, and we want to cater for the hard of hearing and the deaf by focusing some time on getting the transcript service working properly so subtitles come up and people can read it yeah uh, and we need support on patreon what's patreon i'll quickly say what a transcript service is basically what that would be is either automatic automated or uh, somebody actually doing it themselves so where they actually type out what we're saying word for word verbatim so that anybody who has any form of hearing difficulty um, I know some people actually like to even even to actually listen to a podcast and actually read it mm. at the same time because the information will go in differently. People have different ways of, of, of um, assimilating information. So basically that's the whole idea of the transcription service. Now to pay for that, Patreon is the way to go. We, we, we are going to be using the funds that we get through Patreon to, to help pay for that service. So Patreon is a, a way of way that you, the listener right now, can support that, 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 that idea. Uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash the people's countryside you can support us on a monthly basis we have different tiers of of support uh, for, by different uh, monetary values uh, i won't say exactly how much they are because you're a different you're, you're i'm sure every single one of you are, well you sat there right now eating a bowl of noodles you're probably um in a different country than i am right now so if you um go and have a look on patreon.com forward slash the people's countryside and see which tier of tier, tier that you're interested in. Um, but as, of, mm. as I'm speaking right now, the 13th of May, we have five levels of uh, patronity. But by the time you listen to this, when this gets recorded, or released, sorry, we're going to have more. So have a look um, and um, help us keep the creative industry going. That's one thing we'd like to be able to help do. Because we're creatives ourselves, aren't we, Stuart? Yeah, we are. So uh, thanks for being with us. We'll be with you again very soon with another episode from Sue from Stockport. Mrs. Wildman, she's back. Yeah, yeah, I did say let, let's, maybe we should be answering this question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, see you soon. <laughs>